crowd at Arena Mansfield um, in terms of uh, just celebrating all God's goodness and grace over our lives. And for a few moments, it's my joy and privilege just to add a few words to the songs and uh, the words and conversations that have already been given um, through uh, our great musicians and through some of the children of Arena Church. You know, it's, uh, it's a great time of the year and um, it's, uh, it's a little bit different this year. I, I remember six years ago we were uh, in Melbourne in Australia. Our daughter, our eldest daughter, uh, lived there at the time. She just completed a degree course and it was our joy to go over and see her graduation. On the 22nd and the 26th of December, I found myself at the MCG watching cricket and uh, we'd always looked forward to uh, enjoying turkey and trimmings in uh, our t-shirts and shorts didn't sort of think we'd be doing it in the UK this year, but it's become so balmy and balmy um, that uh, we're just enjoying this great mild weather. I trust you are too. Uh, the boys and girls mentioned snow. It seems a long way off, but we'll wait and see. So the journey. And uh, <clears throat> one of Jesus' phrases in the good news books of the Bible called Matthew, Mark, Luke and John that is often repeated and is summed up well in his call to the disciple Philip is two words, John 1.43, follow me. It was an invitation to a journey. The word journey is defined as moving from one place to another, a course traveled or a passage or process. I'd like to suggest that there's three ways that we can look at the journey. Firstly, figuratively, to describe someone's progress in life and achievement. For example, Louisa Johnson was the recent winner of the X Factor. And although only 17 and the youngest uh, person ever to do so, she's been on quite a journey. And then there's footballer Jamie Vardy. Just a few seasons ago, he was playing for Stocksbridge Park Steels, just up the M1 near Sheffield. But now he's a record-breaking Premier League striker. He's been on a journey. What about actor John Boyega? He grew up in the gritty South London area of Peckham, Del Boy country, but now one of the leading actors in the latest Star Wars blockbuster. He's been on a journey. It may be like these people, your journey aspires to fame, to success, to stardom or wealth. And with respect to the examples I've mentioned, I'd like to suggest this Christmas season that there's far more to life than that. And then what about journeys literally? I love to read into history and see how people have been pioneers. And in the area of navigation and travel, this is no exception. It helps us to understand a little bit of our modern world. And so nearly 800 years ago, Italian merchant Marco Polo uh, began to travel into China and Asia. And whilst not the first European to do so, he was the first to record his journeys This became an inspiration for many other people to follow on behind in discovering our world. Christopher Columbus found his inspiration from Polo and travelled the Atlantic Oceans over four times and became known as the man that discovered America. He wrote once, following the light of the sun, we left the old world. The 18th century threw up for us Captain James Cook, whose pioneering travels across the seas went to the southern oceans and opened up for us the great nations of Australia and New Zealand. These men and many others were often accused of folly and foolishness. You see, people thought they were literally going to sail off the end of the earth 
into the deepest abyss, never to be seen again. These pioneering journeys revealed to us that the world wasn't flat, but spherical. And if you go far enough, you come back to where you started. In 1903, this very December week, Orville and Wilbur Wright made their first ever successful air flight. It lasted 12 seconds and covered 120 feet. But their pioneering endeavours in terms of aviation mean that today it's estimated that any one time there are 10 million people travelling in the air, crisscrossing our globe. And then what about this week? Our very own British astronaut, Major Tim Peake, blasted off from somewhere in Kazakhstan to the International Space Station. What fabulous pictures as his little boy waved him off and said, I want to come as well, Daddy. Well, this Christmas Day, he's going to have to do without his dad as Tim spends the next six months in the space station that travels at speeds of 17,500 miles an hour and is 243 miles above the Earth. What a journey. And then the third element of journey is what I define as the journey spiritually. And what do I mean by that? Well, a recognition in this Christian meeting tonight that there's a place within our lives and our hearts that can only be satisfied by God. And I suggest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that our journey begins because of his journey. That journey began in the eons of time, as a writer in the Bible says, even before the foundations of the world. And God came to create him man, and he gave him the amazing gift of free will. A man turned from God. And then God says, we'll have a period called the law. And I'll find out if anybody can fully satisfy the law and so know a complete relationship with me. A man failed. And we couldn't. And so to the rescue plan. It's what we call in the church salvation. It literally means to be saved. God could have come to the earth as the Lord of hosts, accompanied by thousands of angels with holy blasts, smashing the earth to smithereens. In fact, many of the oppressed people of the Roman era, when Jesus arrived, wanted him to do just that. But no, as a modern hymn writer made clear to us, Jesus came in meekness and majesty. He came as the servant king. He came in the innocence and humility of being the babe of Bethlehem. And we're here just a few days before Christmas Day to celebrate that wonderful event. What a journey. Every journey has three essential elements, a start and beginning. And Jesus came to the inauspicious surrounds of the stable. And as Christian reminded us earlier, the shepherds and the wise men came to worship him. A journey has a course and a route. And in Luke 2.52, he says that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Even for the Lord of glory, there was a process of life. And then every journey has an ending. In John 19, as Jesus hung upon the cross for the worlds that they might be saved, he cried out literally, finished. The crib and the cross are inextricably linked. Of course, our Savior rose the third day and lives forevermore. And today, 2,000 years later across the earth, tens of thousands of people are still finding that committing to the journey of hearing the same words of Philip all those years ago to follow me makes a huge, 
vital, impactive difference in their lives. I wonder if you'll hear those words this Christmas season. I wonder if you'll commit to the journey of being a Christ follower. It needs, first of all, to have a commencement of knowing and loving and growing in God's love and purpose over our lives. You see, many people drift in life. And if we can say it respectfully and honestly and with humility tonight, we believe in Arena Church that man and woman best finds their role and purpose in life when they connect with a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and so work out his purpose and his destiny that sits over them. You may say, Phil, I don't think God's got a plan like that for me. But here's the beautiful reality. He really has. Nobody comes from a more ordinary background than me. And yet by hearing that word to follow him, God's opened up issues, situations, journeys and doors that were way beyond my expectation. If he can do it for me, he can most certainly do it for you. We need to turn from our ways. The Bible word is repentance and to come to a place of following him. Not only a commencement, but also a continuance. For those of you around the room tonight that have done any journeys and travels across the world, be it to Europe or be it to other continents, you'll know that sometimes the journey can have issues and can go wrong. Earlier this summer, Julie, our worship pastor, and Terry, one of the guys in the church, and myself were traveling to the States to meet with Annie and Christian for a great Christian conference. It didn't bode well when we left Heathrow Airport two and a half hours late, and by the time we arrived at Miami in the dead of night, we'd missed our connecting flights. It meant that we got two or three hours sleep and were up at six o'clock the following morning to then go to Charlotte Airport in North Carolina. And when we arrived there, we spoke to the lady that says, you're going to have to run across the airport to get your connecting flight, still not knowing that we were going to be on it. Terry's 70. He never missed a beat. We ran across that airport. And wow, the relief when we came to the flight attendant that says you're on the flight to Birmingham. And we arrived at our destination a little later than we, dis- than we thought. Of course, there was peace and serenity between the three of us all the way through the journey. Around Arena Church this year, we've had people that are Christ followers that have faced issues and challenges. Health challenges that have come right out of the blue. Relational issues that have caused hurt and pain to people's lives. Things that have taken place at work and in the neighbourhoods. And we understand, friends, that in the journey of life at times, it's not always easy. It may be that you're saying, Phil, tonight I couldn't even commence the journey because I couldn't continue it. And God's not asking you to continue the journey in your own strength. And he's not even suggesting that it will always be easy. But what he is saying is that he will always be with you. Emmanuel, God with us. And thirdly, there's a conclusion. You see, whether we like to push it back and not think about it, or allow it to be a conversation for another time, the reality is that our journey on this life will one day come to an end. And our times are in his his hands. And uh, there are two men that I draw your attention to, both called Saul, although the one in the New Testament later became Paul, that towards the end of their journey reflected on life. King Saul of the Old Testament says, I played the fool and erred exceedingly. Paul of the New Testament says, I finished the course. God's successful journey to earth in Christ has opened up 
an amazing journey for us. The miracle of miracles is that it started on the earth with God coming in Jesus as a babe. He grew. He completed the course. He's the Lord of glory. And he asked us this Christmas time, if we'll hear the words, follow me. If we'll ponder, think, and even respond to the invitation to begin the commencement of a journey of being a follower of Jesus. To understand that he will give us the strength to continue it. And so that when we come to the conclusion, whenever that will be, we'll be able to look back and say with the Apostle Paul, we finished the course that God mapped out to us. I want to suggest that there is no journey like that. And in one of our anthem songs in Arena Church that we sing so often, I wonder if you could find in your heart to join with us in the words of saying, I've decided to follow Jesus. There's no turning back.